Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast and our Consistency 365 series. I'm Elizabeth Benton. I hope you're having a great day today. I think it was Tony Robbins that I first heard say something like bringing a pillow to a knife fight. And the things that we do that we think are solutions that are completely ineffective. For me, when I first heard that phrase, bringing a pillow to a knife fight, I realized that's what emotional eating was doing. I told myself that I'm just an emotional eater. That's how I deal with stress. That's how I self-soothe. But self-soothing with food is the equivalent of bringing a pillow to a knife fight because there's really not anything it can do to soothe me. And it was that line of thinking that realized, that made me realize this is a distraction. This is not a solution. This is running. This is not in any way coping or solving or growing or addressing. This is just an escape. And it's a temporary escape. And not only is it a temporary escape, it's a temporary escape that actually creates other problems on top of the problems that are stressing me out. So when I would turn to food in response to stress or loneliness or anger or frustration, I was actually creating more stress. (laughs) I was actually creating more frustration while telling myself that it was my coping mechanism, while telling myself that it was how I dealt with these things. It might make me feel better for a minute, but it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well, and it's going to create more problems, and it's going to bring me further down a road that I don't want to go down. And it seems so obvious when we're not in the heat of the moment. It seems so obvious that it's ineffective. It seems so obvious that it's creating other problems. But then there we are in the heat of the moment, talking ourselves into the fact that this is a good option. One of the things that I talk about constantly inside the consistency course is that doing work for change outside of the heat of the moment is not a waste. For example, so often what happens is people make a decision in the heat of the moment and then after the fact they're like, oh, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even try to talk myself out of it. I didn't even try to be mature or rational or any of these things that we talk about in the way of being a better thinker. I blew it. You still have opportunity after the fact in the same way that sports teams review game tape. It's not a waste to learn something after the game is over. If it was, teams and athletes would not review their performance. They review their performance after the game is over because there's a tremendous amount of value in doing that. And there's a tremendous amount that we can learn and implement from that. So please know that when you recognize these behaviors after the fact, it is not a waste. That is when some important work and practice can be done. In fact, 
that's often where the work and practice begins because we need the moments that are not so emotionally charged in order to build skills. And then when we build those skills outside of the heat of the moment, they're more likely to show up in the heat of the moment. So many people are treating this kind of awareness as something that could only possibly be valuable in the heat of the moment when you're about to emotionally eat or whatever the equivalent is for you. That's not the case. We get to practice in lower stakes moments. There is a tremendous amount of value in practicing in lower stakes moments. Stop dismissing those moments because they're not the the big problem causing all of the issues. You want to practice on the smaller stage with the lower stakes stuff. That's not a failure. That's actually how it should work in most cases. And it equips you to then do the work after sufficient practice, when the stakes are higher, when you just had a screaming fight with your spouse, or you just got laid off from your job, or your kids are driving you crazy. Recognizing it out of the heat of the moment does not mean that suddenly, because you have that awareness that your emotional eating is the equivalent of bringing a pillow to a knife fight, It doesn't mean that because you have that awareness, you're all of a sudden going to behave differently in those high stakes moments. It means that you have a responsibility and an opportunity to practice in the lower stake moments. So what are those moments for you? Right? There's going to be the the big stage moments where you've just had a a triggering conversation with a parent or you just had a big thing at work blow up. But what are the smaller moments? Could the smaller moments be when you're really frustrated because your kitchen is a mess or you are irritated over traffic or being on hold on the phone. Identify some of those smaller stakes moments that you can practice in because that is where it begins. We'll see you tomorrow.